Hello, America, and welcome to Monday. We're glad you're here. A lot to go over. We begin with James Colby when we come back in this one minute. is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, we have some unbelievable Greta Thunberg stuff today. She is going to be a monster. Or, and I hate to say this, I, I, I say this with respect, I really do. Um, <laughs> it's a great setup after he just called her a monster. <laughs> well, no, I no, not respect for her. Respect oh, for okay. the for, for the yeah. condition. I think she she could be she could be suicidal in her in her short life. You know, we we had the article uh, that was I thought really interesting about just her search for meaning. Yeah. And she says herself that she was really depressed, and this is what's helped find her meaning. And that's how you can kind of understand some of the decisions, potentially, yeah. that the parents have made. And that, like, if you see a person who's, like, deep depression, she's, you know, she admits she was completely lost in her life and found no meaning in her life. Mm-hmm. And now their daughter is out there doing something that she feels is important. And as, as much as you look at it from the outsider perspective and, and can't understand how you'd thrust someone like this into the public spotlight... Uh, on the other hand, like I, I, you could probably see, she's probably a lot more, you know, she she's probably more herself as they would see it around the house and everything else. So it's a tough, it's a tough one, man, to, to navigate. Boy, this I, is a, this, this is, is bad. She's she's taking someone like that and putting them in this position is a recipe for disaster. Disaster, right? disaster. Personally, and I, I hope that doesn't, yeah. you know, God forbid. I hope that something bad doesn't happen. But she's like, she really is. Uh, become the the face of this movement, and now she's going to put herself in a position where everything that she does is 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 critiqued and and um, you know put under a microscope. And but, that's but, not- but it's but it's also she is she's she's turning into a monster. She really is, and her parents are to blame. But we'll get into that mm-hmm. a little while. Um, let me uh, let me just first let's talk about James Comey. James Comey has come out now and say, "Do we have the video of James Comey here? I was wrong about FISA." Mm. Here 17 significant errors in the FISA process, and you say that it was handled in a thoughtful and appropriate way. Yeah, he's right. I was wrong. I was overconfident in the procedures that the FBI and Justice had built over 20 years. Mm. I thought they were robust enough. It's incredibly hard to get a FISA. I was overconfident in those because he's right. There was real sloppiness. 17 things that either should have been in the applications or at least discussed and characterized differently. It, it was not acceptable. And so he's right. Huh. It's a, a pretty, pretty amazing moment there because we heard. How many times from James Comey that this was a perfectly buttoned up process? Don't we have the With audio? Do we still have confidence. the audio from last week where he was saying uh, that it was it completely vindicated him? Yeah, completely vindicated him. There was no problems at all. Yeah, we might have two clips of just, uh, you know, talking uh, back shop here. We may have two clips of the Comey thing. There's one that's two and a half minutes on our sheet. If we have that one, could we could we roll that out? Because it has the vindication uh, angle in that. Is that possible or no? Do we have any idea on that one? Is anybody? Talking okay. to us. Um, all right. Well, we're so here, while we're while we're waiting for that clip, let's go to uh, here's Trey Gowdy talking about the Comey apology. I think this morning Comey admitted he was wrong. Sometimes Maria, Maria uh, it's better late than never, and sometimes it's just too damn late. And in this case, uh, Comey is about two years too late. We could have used his objectivity. We could have used him as a head of the FBI, helping Republicans figure out what was happening with FISA instead of thwarting us. Uh, and obstructing us. So um, 
he said it was a policy and procedure issue. It's not, Maria. They've always been policies against manufacturing evidence and withholding exculpatory evidence. That's not new. Those aren't new policies. This is a personnel issue. It's the wrong people in the wrong positions of power. That's not going to be fixed with a new policy or procedure. It's going to be fixed by replacing the people who did what they did in 2016. It's a good point made by Trey Gowdy with fascinating hair. Uh, like I, I, I couldn't don't, concentrate. I, I don't know watching, what he was saying. In parts I could, of it. Could you play that again, just without the audio? If you happen to be watching Blaze TV, I was think I couldn't. I didn't even see the hair. I couldn't even listen to him because oh, all did I see was the hair. yeah. Uh, no, I, no, I, I was concentrating on his nose. It's disappearing. It's like just a straight line down his. Isn't it's it? like, is it Beaker? <laughs> he looks a little like Beaker with the little hair on the top and the straight nose. <laughs> I hadn't seen that before, but <laughs> yeah, it does. Just think of him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can it's see speaker. a little bit. I mean, speaker, look, and I like Trey. I mean, I, yeah, no, I say this with all respect. Well, you, you say this as a man who's made a Kentucky Fried Colonel Chicken uh, T-shirt of his own face on the side of a chicken bucket. Yeah, so I mean, I, mean, we, I we, can laugh at myself. Absolutely. I can laugh at myself. I'm sure he can, too. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> wow. I think we do have the longer clip here of uh, James Comey. Yeah. If we could hear that. I have total confidence that the FISA process was followed and that the entire case was handled in a thoughtful, responsible way by DOJ and the FBI. I think the notion that FISA was abused here is nonsense. 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 Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. That's bizarre. <sighs> yeah, I, I, It's interesting to hear Comey come out and say that and, and, you know, I guess you give him some credit for admitting it in... A little late, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you say, okay, here he is. He's at least saying it. But it's impossible to, den- to deny at this point. And this is also the same guy, as you point out, who when this came out said it was complete vindication, um, which they uh, Chris Wallace asked him about and said, hey, uh, you know, you said this was complete vindication uh, for your position. Here's what the IG said about that. And they play the clip of the IG saying, no, it was definitely not complete vindication. Uh, there's massive problems here. And it's true. I mean, it's obvious, right? We're all, we all saw the report. We all can see and hear and read. Uh, so th- it was a weird PR attempt to come out and say you were vindicated and then 10 seconds later come out and say, well, you're right. Now, Comey's line on the vindication was to say, well, we were vindicated from the very worst accusations, right? So to say, instead of saying like, well... Well, what we were very worst accusations? Like, you were vindicated. Carter Page? That was... He says, you know, and he's playing the line that the media was playing, which is there was no political bias. That was what the report said. It said there was no political bias. Now, it didn't say that. It said there was no evidence. There's no documentary evidence of political bias. Right. However... The, it, the, how do you make 17 else, right. errors and they're all going one way and they're not errors they're changing documents falsifying documents yeah the only two explanations for this are political bias they were doing they were breaking their own rules to target trump right that's right. one and number two is they break their own rules all the time to get these uh, fisa warrants and, and it's all tilted towards essentially conviction if you will right which is that's even worse that's worse i mean so which one is it is it that you always fix these things so that you can get the (laughs) fisa warrant (laughs) or were you targeting trump for political reasons one of the two because the entire system is a disaster if they do this to everybody so in a way you kind of wish they were just doing it because they didn't like trump 
You know, because at least then you don't have to completely scrap the entire system. But honestly, until we know the answer to that, you pretty much have to scrap the entire system. If this is the way they're handling this, it's it's what every libertarian warned us about this entire time going back to the Bush right. administration. They were and absolutely apparently they right. were completely right. Completely right. Completely right. Completely vindicated. The libertarians were, yes, mm. yes, correct, yes. Um, you know, I, I was looking at the Boris uh, Johnson win and then looking at this impeachment and looking how the the left here in America has been dealing with things and how they're trying to silence people. And I think there's a few lessons that really need to be learned. And I think the first thing is the silent majority is who the Democrats should be talking to and trying to relate to because it's the silent majority, not the loud minority that actually goes out and votes. Right now, our society is built on silencing and making you feel alone, and you're in the majority. It's the same message I gave you during the 912 Project. You're not alone. You're not alone. There are millions of Americans who feel just like you do, and they're not all Republicans. Some are independent, some are Democrats, but they don't like the craziness that is happening right now. Social media... Social media is not the voice of the majority. Bots don't vote. Algorithms don't vote. People do. Algorithms make people discouraged. Algorithms make people feel alone. Algorithms make people stay home. So it's the majority voice the silent majority voice that we need to pay attention to. If you're going to win an election, that's who you pay attention to, not social media and certainly not the press. The third thing that I think everybody needs to learn is the mainstream media is no longer mainstream. It's not. And I don't mean it that they're, well, they're so far left. I mean, they're not really appealing to the mainstream anymore. They're not appealing to the silent majority. They're not appealing to people in the center of the country. And it has been replaced. But the mainstream media is, has not been replaced by one entity. The mainstream media has been replaced by hundreds, hundreds of entities. So we've lost some of our cohesion. We've lost some of our unity. But I believe... Because we, we no longer believe the mainstream media, we're better off for it. But you should know, mainstream media, it was your bias, your lies, your incompetence, your arrogance that drove your audience away. They didn't find something necessarily they like better. They just couldn't take you anymore. And you have sullied yourself so badly that it's over because you can't silence thought you can't tell people over and over the sky is green when we all know the sky is blue we're not sherlock holmes we do rely on investigations and investigative reporters but we don't trust you anymore the american people are smarter than you've given them credit for and if the media doesn't learn that the media is done Done. I mean, close up the shop, sell the lights, 
sell the cameras, nobody's buying, nobody's watching, close up shop. The same thing can be said, thank God, for the progressive era and the the socialist, democratic socialist era. They are selling a load of goods that the world, quite honestly, doesn't want, except third world countries. And then once they get it, they don't want it either. The world's about to change, and it just might be for the better because of the arrogance of the left. Uh, so did you hear that uh, Donald Trump is taking on uh, Fox News? Uh, he tweeted against Fox News. Hard to believe that Fox News will be interviewing sleazebag and total discredit former FBI James Comey, also corrupt uh, politician Adam Shifty Schiff. I mean, but they got a good moment out of the out of the Fox News. Yeah, they did. Thing they with, did with Comey. Says Fox is trying so hard to be politically correct and yet totally shut out from the failed deba- uh, Dem debates. Both Comcast, MSNBC, and fake news CNN are watching their ratings tank. Fredo is uh, on CNN and he's uh, Fredo is dying on CNN. (laughs) Don't know why Fox wants to be uh, like them. That's pretty standard Fox behavior, though, to bring on, uh, you know, opposing interviews. Right. I mean, that's that's been something they've done for a long time. Here's my prediction. May I make a a prediction? Sure. Here's my prediction. Uh, Donald Trump will leave office in 2024, most likely. uh, And uh, he will purchase OAN, and he will start the Trump uh, cable news network or the Trump television network, okay, or the yeah. Trump mm. news network, uh, you know, TNN. Uh, and he's throwing Fox News under the bus because sometimes they deserve to be thrown under the bus, but don't we all? Uh, but he is setting up to be the competitor. Uh, and write it down Trump will merge or purchase OAN and uh, become the Trump News Network. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, it's certainly a, a possibility. You yeah. can't, he's not just going to go away, right? He's not going to be like, I got to just play just play golf at Mar-a-Lago. No, now. no, that's no, not something no, that's going to no, happen. No, 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 no. I, on this point, though, Glenn, you, you mentioned how media is being taken over by hundreds and hundreds of different yep. voices, and how people find their news in other ways, mm-hmm. and how they trust other things. And one of the things we've talked about a lot is the control of of big tech over so many of these voices. Uh You know, we've seen it with Steven Crowder. Uh We've seen it with you. We've seen it with so many, you know, Prager University, University. all of this. And I I feel like we talk about this stuff. Sometimes we can get into our own little bubble here. And we talk about how big of a problem this is and how it kind of seems like everybody should know it by now. I was fascinated by this stat. This is a brand study of uh, brand favorability in the United States. Okay. So, giving you like the top five or six here. Campbell's Soup, 72.9% favorability. Sony, 75% favorability. Kellogg, 75.9%. UPS, 76%. Amazon, 76%. Very favorable. Number two on the list is Hershey's. This is in the United States of America. Hershey's, 78.6%. 78% Hershey's. Is that the highest... 
Second right? highest. Second highest. Only one company beats Hershey's in every other company. Me. Do not say. Number one, highest brand favorability in the United States, Google. Oh, my gosh. 78.7%. What is wrong with you? And by the way, I left out one other one, which was uh, just ahead of Campbell's and below Sony. YouTube, 73.8%. These are brands that people adore. And you wonder why at times, why don't they understand these moves that look so bad? Well, they're not paying any, any price. price for it. They're not paying and, any price. and it's true. Like We all know that when you want to search for something, you go to Google because it works better than pretty much everybody else. Yeah, but you know why it works better? Because they have, because all, your information. They have all of your information. <laughs> yes. They know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's going to get very, very good. They will be able to predict you. Better than you can predict you. They will have no non-emotional algorithms on you. They already have it. And they will be able to predict you. There, there is, um, I did a podcast. Uh, who was it with uh, Brown? Um... Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that you can hear daily wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the uh, program, Pat. Thank you. Uh, I want to talk about the election, but you know, so we had a little holiday music. How much did you pay for your Christmas tree? Do you have a fake one or a real one? I have a fake one. You have a fake one. Mm-hmm. Stu, fake one. Fake and proud. Fake and proud. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Why do you? Are you? You have a real one? Uh, no, I have a fake one, uh, but. I want to start buying new ones, and so I bought uh, I bought one. We went out and got one um, at a tree farm up in Idaho, and it was I think thirty five dollars, and it was seven feet. I think. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. it's amazing, uh, you know, out west. Do you know how much a tree costs in New York City? <laughs> a lot, a lot. Mm. What would you think? What would you think, Stu? For twenty, this is a twenty foot. This is a Fraser fir. Twenty foot is a huge. That's a huge tree. tree. I mean, it's a huge tree. So it's got to be nuts. It's gigantic. It's got to be nuts. Probably. I mean, you know, in New York City, I mean, you probably pay five hundred dollars for that in a normal place. So double that. Eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I mean, that's mm. a, that's a gigantic Pat, got tree. A, got a clue. Got a got a got a got a guess. Well, I, I don't have a guess because I I know the story. This, I know the story, okay. so it wouldn't be fair. Sixty five hundred dollars, <laughs> six thousand nuts, five hundred dollars for there, a live tree. For a live tree, is there a place in New York City that Jeffrey Epstein doesn't own where a tree that like that even fits? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like they're a ballroom mm. of a you know like a, a lobby of a hotel, right? I mean, so they are three hundred and twenty five dollars per foot. In New York City. That's crazy. That's that is crazy. nuts. That's is there nuts. some tree disease in the East or something? And you're expected to put presents underneath it? There's your present. <laughs> it's a tree. There it is. Merry Christmas, kids. Yeah. Didn't even have the money yeah. to put the lights on it. I, years ago, bought a 12-foot tree uh, that you can, I, you can reuse over and over and over and over every year indefinitely. I like the one for you much notice, less than that. Do you notice uh, where the sets being decorated um, behind this set? There's another set, uh, and um, it's being built for Stephen Crowder's Christmas party, which is on Wednesday or Thursday. I think he's doing a live. 
uh, and he's got a bunch of people in. Have you seen how many trees are on the set? Many. And they're all fake. Yeah, they're and they're all on wheels. And we just, when we're done, we just wheel them back into the tree area in the prop department. I love that. I love that, too. I mean, let's be honest about it. Fake, great is, once. fake is much better. Said, it is. Said the stripper. Uh, but it's true <laughs> in this case. I think with trees, because I fought mm-hmm. it for a long time. I love this experience of, like, the real tree. Oh, yeah, I really... The last I one I married bought, to him, but... I. Not anymore. Not anymore. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, the same way. The last one I had, I we didn't take down fast enough. Mm-hmm. And so it got mm-hmm. so rigid and stiff, we could not get it out the door. I had to individually <laughs> cut off every branch inside That's the house. That's the last to get straw it out. for everybody. Yeah, exactly. The mess. That it it was a disaster. Yeah. What was the latest you've ever had a tree up? I mean, even in, you know, college days, you know, when you were young. Longest Oof. you ever had a tree up. I mean, if it was if it was up to me, I just and, and I will say, even to this day, what we do with the tree is take it down and then put it up in full form in the garage, so we don't have to put it away. So it stays in our garage all year long, up and not quite decorated, but has a mm. lot, you know, some of the stuff on it already. Um, so I, I think that's the efficient way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, packing it away mm-hmm. like they have, they have a bag for it. Oh, so you have to sit there with each individual branch and fluff out the branches every year? That, that's silly. Just keep it up. You are uh, lazy. So you are. You are. You are a god to me. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to go the other direction. No, no. You are a god to me. I put it in the. Well, when I say I, the kids <laughs> put it in the bag every year and take it out, and it's like it's a pain. Yeah, you know? I, I have neighbors a couple houses away. They showed us what they do. Uh, they have a rollaway wall in their living room. <laughs> a roll yeah, they, oh, yes. they designed it, and they just they pull back the wall, push the tree on wheels back into uh, this little wall compartment. This close is close the wall, and you can't tell. Looks like you're just in the living room. That's America right there, and it's only yeah. for the tree. It's only for the tree. <laughs> and the Christmas had decorations. That, he had yeah. that, that too. Is brilliant. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein had that at his house too. It was for other <laughs> purposes. Pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's only for it's the well. little girls. <laughs> That's the little you girls. Put them in there. Room. The police are there. It looks like it's a normal wall. <laughs> uh, all right. What uh, What's in the news that uh, strikes your fancy today, Pat? All right. Well, I'm just a little concerned about the uh, tainting, the delegitimizing of the 2020 election. That the Democrats are doing now, trying to claim that, okay, not only did did Donald Trump mess with the 2016 election with the Ukrainians uh, or the Russians or both, both or whoever, but he's already tainted the 2020 election? How? I don't know. Um, his misconduct is going on. Oh, with Giuliani's trip to, the, to Ukraine. Uh, Giuliani is they apparently... Have any, do they have any evidence of this no of course not i mean they haven't they have had any evidence, evidence of anything anything no anything they've got nothing and they they just continue to lie and lie and lie and lie yeah and it's it's extremely dangerous i bad think to our country bad if you start saying that donald trump's election because they know they're not they're not going to be able to beat him which is why they're already saying, well, he's already tainted the election and, and they, they know they can't win. So when he does win, they're going to be claiming it's not legitimate that he's he's been selected somehow. He's gotten there through cheating and, and fraudulent means. And we're going to have, I mean, they're going to push us over the edge here mm. if thinking, they're not careful. I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. We need to make it. We need to go back and make a montage of all the times. Yes. They the said 
that Donald Trump was going to come out after the election and say it wasn't valid and, and how therefore bad this prove. Is. Oh my gosh. You know that he right. was against. He is right. against the you know the democracy, American democracy. It's at stake. He he's <laughs> going to put it at risk. They're all doing mm-hmm. it. They all are still saying Stacey Abrams is the rightful governor of Georgia. Yeah, right. They like do. They, they, they yes. are. I mean, they do this every single time. Every time they lose. Every time yeah. they lose. Yep. Every time they lose, it's some there's some fraud that went on, so, and then they act as if the other side is doing it. So let me change the subject slightly here to go back to the impeachment, and I'd like to take calls next hour on this um should donald trump actually go and have the full ver- uh, have the full trial now i have said yes because i think that uh, it won't be legitimate they'll just say oh the republicans just didn't do anything about it we it swept did- it under the rug swept mm-hmm. it under the rug so i don't think that's i don't think it's good and what I don't like swept under the rug is the, all of all of the truth about what the what the Democrats have done. Yeah, and needs this, to be shown. This is a sham, a total sham. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the uh, the concern is is that this is a setup because you could get anybody in the Senate. They they'll call witnesses and they'll call uh, John Bolton, who I don't think is a friend of the president's. Uh, they'll call John Bolton. They'll call people, and they'll they'll try to score points. And all you have to do is just peel a few people away. He's won already because the Democrat. Yeah. We, you have at least one Democrat that's going to defect this week. The real clear politics polling average on impeachment and removal is uh, underwater now for the first time. It's now uh, more people think Trump should not be removed from office on average, and it's uh, full partisan. I mean, you have a guy literally yep. leaving the Democratic Party. He's not just mm-hmm. voting. He's leaving the Democratic Party because he says this is ridiculous. This is this is a total sham. So he's leaving the Democratic Party, not just voting uh, uh, with the Republicans. He's leaving it. So you remember the reason why Nixon left office is because you started to have the Republicans go soft. Well, let's just remember we're going to a Senate where Mitt Romney is. Yeah, and mm-hmm. two, there's just the possibility of of disaster, right? Somebody says the wrong thing that changes the storyline. Somebody screws up. Some new thing comes to light that we don't know about. And this is what mm. Mike Lee was saying when he was on last week. Even though Mike favors the trial, he's like, the argument is, if you've won already, just take the Sit win down. and leave. Don't don't sit there and continue the argument and then open yourself up for a possibility of something that you don't expect going wrong. Makes sense, but I still think it's too big, important for the big. country. Yeah, I say risk big, win big. I I think you got to go for it and expose what what they've done here. And wait, set the wait, rules. Wait, wait, wait. Set wait, the wait. rules in the Senate like they set them in the in the House. Like you have to. McConnell has to approve the witnesses. Mm-hmm. What's the second half so, of that phrase, though? Lose big. Lose big. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Are you prepared yeah. to have a, a Mitt Romney? Uh, let's say John Bolton I comes out Romney and says, will. you know, he was just crazy and I had to leave because he was he was doing cocaine on the on the desk. <laughs> Uh, says something stupid, and then Romney says, "Yeah, you know what? I I'm leading this charge," and and you start to flip just a few Republicans. Do you? I think that's less of a risk of someone who so is I. friendly to the president going too far in his defense and saying something ridiculous like that winds up I don't know winds up being the storyline. 
I mean, we've seen these things happen before where someone... Uh, Don't you want a shot at the whistleblower, though? I do. At Eric Sharamella. Right, but... That's a federal I, I know. crime. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Come get me. Yeah. Come get so me. So here's the... Uh, oh, they will. <laughs> I know. Um, so here's the... But here's the, the question, because I'm, I'm very clear. The right thing to do is to have the trial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just talk politics for a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Forget about the politics has nothing to do anymore with doing the right thing. That's for sure. So let's just talk politics. Are you prepared to lose? Um, even if he doesn't, even if he's not impeached mm-hmm. to have this thing swing around to where 55% of the American people are like, ah, I want him impeached now. I, he should have been removed. I mean, I'm not uh, probably not prepared for that, uh, but I just don't see that happening. I mean, it didn't happen in the House. Did you? See, it's going to happen you, in the more favorable me, Senate. Did did a have have you met the Republican Party? Yes, just yeah, betting yeah, on incompetence. Betting on incompetence is, is a safe safe thing. And yeah. uh, B, did you see Donald Trump? being president of the United States, because I didn't see that one coming either. I mean, there's been, like, every day I, I look at the news and I'm like, yeah, didn't see that one coming. Yeah. That's bizarre. There's definitely yeah. an argument for it here. However, you've got to step back and say, you know what, the political, there is political risk here, right? You don't know what the media gloms onto and turns into this big issue, and it might turn some public opinion. But secondarily, and and it shouldn't be secondary, is the consideration of whether it's the right thing to do. If this is really happening, it needs to be exposed. Yeah, and whether I think so. you, you, it does. Yeah. And I, so I, I, you know, I come to, to Pat's side on this in the end, in that like, you know, oh, Pat's you, side. I, wait a minute, I didn't. You know, Pat's the smart one here, <laughs> and that's why I'm against you. The dark one. You, I've been arguing the whole time. But that's the, why Pat, your point is so brilliant. Is that uh, <laughs> the thing you've been telling Glenn to you say? Right. But, you, but you, I'm serious. You come oh, to that music started. Where I, <laughs> that's fine with me. I was going to defend you. It's time for oh, no, me to wait, take a stop the music. Stop the music. Go ahead. Go ahead. Defend. Pat, great idea on the whole. Uh, thank uh, you. Thing. Anyway, yeah. Start the music. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go into the uh, the phones uh, and take your opinion on this next hour. Call us right now at eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. I'd like to just hear from uh, from you. W- what should the Republicans do? Do you want to risk it? It's an open and shut deal. Uh, should everything come out and be exposed, or should we just move on? I can see both sides. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Call us. Uh, call us right now. Oh, there it is. There's that music again. Thank you very much. All righty. You know it's it's crazy. I'm, we we have to play a couple of uh, we have to play a couple of cuts uh, from just how how crazy how crazy people have gotten in the media. Um, Joy Reid is really upset. Uh, she says that Donald Trump's not going to leave office. All of this 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 conspiracy stuff. I mean, when people said that about Barack Obama, I always said that's not going to happen. He's going to leave office. It's not going to happen. Here you have hosts who are propagating this stuff. Jim Shudo, he works for CNN. He was part of the Obama administration. And uh, he's one of their national security advisors. And there is, he's probably the worst on television uh, when it comes to support. <laughs> I could leave it at that. Is there a period there? Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
period. Mm. He also is uh, <laughs> he also has defended the Steele dossier more than any other journalist. And he's been wrong every single time. But it's not like he's speaking from opinion. Uh, he said that U.S. officials had corroborated some parts of the dossier. That's absolutely untrue. When you look at all of the things that he has said over the the last couple of years about the Steele dossier and about the FBI, he is he is the chief conspiracy theorist. You're listening to Glenn Beck.